You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome in. Fun game. Fun game. We like. What's I like, up, guys? I like these series a lot. I think every. I think oh. every matchup should be a series. Yeah, need more, Jimmy. I don't know if everyone said this on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, Bobby. Jimmy Butler flying up. I think this morning, in on the plane, and Jimmy, and you I, know, doing that little Instagram uh, video or whatever that was, and you knew they were gonna come storming back in this one. They were pissed. Bam didn't like the officiating last game. Uh, Spolstra thought they let one go off just a couple shots late, and they set a tone for most of this one. Another game where the Celtics really couldn't stop them, even while getting a bunch of wide-open three misses from the uh, from the Heat. The Heat bench played terrible, but uh, Jimmy Butler, just one of those special Jimmy Butler performances, even on a night where Jalen Brown was even better in the other direction. Uh, we yeah, hate him J- off in this one. Jimmy and I talked about it off-air just a minute ago. Scal, I'll give Scal credit, um, actually you know, put it really <laughs> – Give him one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. put, put this really well. Um, that uh, Jimmy Brown basically flew up here and called this shot. Jimmy Butler, you know, <laughs> Jimmy Butler. He's like, I'm on my way. Things yeah, are Jimmy Butler. Be, things yeah. are gonna be a little different with me in town, like, and and he did. Everybody settle down. Dad, Daddy's coming. Daddy's getting on the plane. He's coming. He's gonna remind everybody that the Heat are still the Heat. You know, when they're healthy. And we kind of talked about this a little bit on Wednesday, John. I know you had a little power outage issue, but. You know, the Heat can't afford to be hurt. They're, they're a very talented team when they're not healthy. But, but when Butler, you know, and that goes team. Your best player is out for a significant period of time. It's damn near impossible to come back, back from that. You can see the same for the Celtics. You can just pick any team. So the Heat get Butler back tonight, and he's a killer, man. He, year in, year out. It's not just this season. We, we've seen it on many occasions. He knocked him out of the bubble. He gave him hell last year. Um, and it's and it's not just the Celtics. I mean, Jimmy Butler is regarded as one of the toughest players in the end. I mean, he bullies his own teammates. That's how tough this guy is. He'll make his own teammates cry, um, um, just because he doesn't like the way that they're. Yeah. You know, I'm talking about the Timber. I don't think anyone's surprised to see this. I, I I think we're surprised to see you know 19 turnovers from the Celtics and a 13-0 run from the Heat in the fourth block and kind of punch in the face, but. I give credit to the Celtics for clawing back in after that, you know. And obviously, when I say you can't talk about the team tonight without talking about Jalen Brown, Tatum was off. And I guess, you know, it happens. The shots weren't falling. I mean, he even had a really, really nice move to the hoop late in that game. And it just didn't, the layup. The left-hander, yeah. Just missed. Yeah, just just rolled around. And that was the kind of night he had. 
Yeah, yeah I'm focusing. I'm focusing more on the shots where he was outside of the offense. I didn't like his, in the game. I didn't like his decision making at all. I thought, and again, he was even again, to out of it. Eddie House said it very late in the game too. Like, I don't like that shot. Like, put the pressure on the defense. Don't settle for contested shots. You they know, were down too. Where you're not making the defense work, make them work. <laughs> the thing with Miami that they do that they're great at is um they uh make you play bad. It's just what they do. That's it's it's one of their Coach things. Well. They make it harder yeah. on you. So they got the Celtics off their rhythm. They got the Celtics away from what they do. Uh, they weren't moving the ball. They started getting into a little bit of ISO stuff. They were dribbling too much. They turned the ball over 14 times in the first half. Actually, credit to the Celtics for kind of reining it in. They only committed six the rest of the way between the second half and uh, and uh, overtime. I just didn't like the shot selection that much <coughs> in the in the second half. Even some of the ones that were going in, um, I just didn't think that they they were working for their shots the way they normally were. It wasn't that regular swing, swing to the open guy. They got a few of them. You had that beautiful play where Horford found Grant on the baseline. That, those were fewer and far between. A lot of the shots that they hit were kind of, you know, contested shots, forced shots um, that they were, you know, taking and making. Just different than what we'd seen where they're really working the ball and they're almost like ahead of the other team's rotations on defense and getting clean looks all game long. You do that, shots don't fall. You shrug your shoulders and say, oh, well, th this didn't feel like one of those nights. Is my yeah, there were a handful of those. You're you're a little laggy, my friend. I'm looking at the... Okay, I'm going to dip out. Yeah, yeah, all right. I'm looking at the pull-up down two at the end of overtime. That was probably the biggest culprit of what you're talking about there, John. There was a <laughs> transition play, I believe, in the fourth quarter where Smart spotted up from three with about like 20 seconds on the shot clock. I believe Brown had one of those pull-ups as well. And then Tatum had a force in, in traffic that was just really uncharacteristic what we've seen from this offense uh, so far this year. That was what my biggest takeaway was from this one too, is the Heat really somehow got the Celtics outside of their offense. And maybe it was just the tough night that they forced on Tatum early Celtics were missing threes early as well ended up digging themselves out of that hole uh, but it was one of those nights where you look at their effort and say all right is this what it's going to look like if the shooting's not there if if they're off a little bit if they turn the ball over and that hadn't been an issue all season until the last two games so I'm not freaking out about that I'm not freaking out about the approach because they've been so brutally consistent and Joe actually did a pretty good job reeling them back in in, in moments late in this game but uh, overall, it ended up hurting you. And your defense again, John, I'm, like I'm going to keep going back there. It was rough on Wednesday. It was rough again tonight. Bam, walked to the rim again and again as they worked their way You're back to the nine-point deficit. But the Celtics had a nine-point lead within, late in the third, and they went ice cold on offense, and the Heat just soared to a, you know, I think it was a five, six-point lead there. Completely flipped the game on its head. Yeah, it's uh, 18-4 run. Yeah, I mean, it's a game of runs. You're going to have it. Celtics went on a 17-2 to two run to take the 12-point lead. I mean, that stuff's going to happen. At the end of the day, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it was, you know, you know they don't have a great interior presence. You play a guy like Bam, you know. Uh, you know, obviously you're going you're gonna to surrender some. I mean, you think back, you know, to the bubble and how Bam killed them on every single pick and roll. That's not this Celtics team. You know, they don't have that problem right now. But you're missing Rob Williams. You're missing your interior presence and your deterrent. 
So obviously you're going to surrender some stuff. I mean, they got killed by, you know, mid range stuff. They got killed by Lowry and, uh, and, uh, and, and Butler and, and, and Harrow getting his shots off clean. They got killed by guys who were having, you know, who were making tough shots against them. I, I I'm not going to, I'm not going crazy on the defense tonight. A lot of the shots Miami hit were tough shots. Butler hit tough shots. Hero hit tough shots. Uh, they hit a lot of them all night. Even you know, Lowry hit tough shots. They did. Those two from Butler at the end were really tough. They were really tough, over, tough shots over, over two defenders. Bam! Those pull ups in the lane are really tough. Like they have to get up on those jumpers, the mid range ones. And the Celtics, there, as we've talked about, willing to give those up. I think they're not really on top of those, though they were in this game. So that's an adjustment, I think, playing a team like this. You're clearly looking at Miami and. You know, I was talking to someone uh, before the game saying, like, Miami's numbers are much better than what they've played in terms of their record this year when you dive into how they've actually generated shots and all the other analytics that you look at with them. Like, they're expecting to turn it around. They've now they're won gonna four be of their last the five. Yeah. And they're going to be there, and they're probably going to be against you in the playoffs. Bobby, I'm not uh, – this isn't calling you out, but, I mean, I think you're you're really quick to try to uh, – you know, just in our chats, you're very quick to shovel dirt on Miami's grave. You want to call – you've been trying to call them dead for two years now, you know? like hey, you know, you look at their roster, and even in this game, like, they're relying on, like, a Hayward Highsmith. And, and whoever man. the hell Highsmith is, and I swear, he didn't exist. He wasn't even a person until Wednesday. I think he was, like – you know, he's like a Madden generated play, you know, like a, you know, 2K generated player. I don't believe he's a real person. And even with multiple guys coming back, they played Udonis Haslam again in this one for a couple of minutes. Like they are going deep into their roster. They've obviously lost PJ Tucker, which I don't think was a huge loss, but they find a way and they're coached so well. And we know all of these different things about how they persevere through times where you think that they're going to be down and out. I certainly have learned that. Um, yeah, they're going to be there. I, they've really convinced me over the last week or two here. Lowry's alive. Hero coming back from injury looks phenomenal. Uh, Jimmy, what a boost coming back from eight games off, looking like himself. Uh, this, is, this is great stuff from them. But you got to credit Jalen Brown, who with Tatum off, with the offense sort of out of sorts, getting outside of themselves, he stayed in his role and stepped outside of it at times when he needed to and did a good job with it. And they shifted the offense from Tatum to Brown in a way that really impressed me. So if we're going to go positive on something out of this one, I think the way Brown took over for Tatum in that lead spot, obviously the shot, it's it's one of those tough shots that in a loss, everyone's going to forget pretty quickly. But that was ridiculous. Other players throughout this game forcing the issue in transition, inflicting foul trouble on the heat. Uh, he was great. Turnover's a little high, but overall, you need that aggression on a night where Tatum's just completely out of sorts. All right, the Guard Report, as always, is brought to you by our exclusive wagering partner, Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs from football and basketball this season. You will always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Always your continued source for sports wagering information. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf games and events. So head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Uh, it's a terrific deal. Just use that promo code CLNS50 again. Betonline.ag, you get a 50% 
welcome bonus with your initial deposit. Use that promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Yes. So, uh, you know, the pro- it's fine. I like seeing Jalen pick up the slack without Jalen. They're, 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 they're not in this game at all. You're going to have off nights from Tatum. You're going to have nights when Jalen goes off. You're going to have nights when they both go off. But it's really more the style of play. I think the style of play that they played is the stuff that we saw at times last year that we didn't like. You watch them revert a little bit too much into ISO, a little bit too much into dribbling, a little bit too much into dribbling into tight spaces. You've got Miami with active hands. you got a bunch of turnovers. But what else happens? And we see it in the chat here. Where was this guy tonight? Where was this guy tonight? Where was this guy tonight? Well, when Tatum and Brown and Smart are dribbling the air out of the basketball, that is going to have other guys less involved. And why were people less involved? Because of that. Because there just was less movement tonight. It was just one of those nights where they just weren't doing it. They were hunting matchups and they were dribbling a little bit too much. And that's, where they, that's I think, where they got into trouble. But and you know fun. what? Yeah. Where where were they? Because literally, where were they? Where was Malcolm Brogdon? Where was Derek White? These guys weren't even on the court in the fourth quarter or in overtime, if I recall correctly, Bobby. Is that accurate? I mean, White played 28 minutes. Brogdon had a, a lighter night. But no, where are but, they? I mean, you can't say that. Oh, Grant was out there. You don't. Yeah, well, Grant, Grant was, was out there. there. They stayed and with Grant. Grant was fine. Grant was they fine. took oh. White out for Brown after a bad exchange there, and he never went back in. And they stayed with that lineup. They but stayed if you're with... looking to get players in that's going to move the ball around and you know cycle it and find the open shot and not have forced shots like what Tatum was giving you, then put in the guards. If you're not, then you've got I... your point Tatum, and that's what's going to happen. They went small at times. You can't go small against Bam, though. It's tough because he'll find a guy and finish over him. They tried it when he went out with the foul trouble. And you eventually had to go back to Grant and Horford in there to try to counteract that. And I thought they did a decent job on Bam. There was just really no answer for Butler and some of the shots he was hitting. Like, he was so quiet to start the first. I'm like, where is he? Then the end of the second, he just scored, like, 11 points like it was nothing. And he was rolling from that point on. Um, I just Hero's the one, though, in that pick and roll. They really struggle against that right now. And, again, guys, I'm not sounding the alarm, but how long are we going to sit here with this defense? where it is and and just be like oh they're just not trying they'll, they'll, yeah. they'll turn it on I'll, eventually. I'll do it i'll do it for the rest of time 116 in overtime again i don't think that was the issue but i don't want to harp i don't mean to harp on this but i kind of do i think malcolm brogdon malcolm brogdon needs to be in the game in a lot of these tight situations to settle them down and, and yeah, keep them moving. yeah absolutely not to say that like marcus smart and and those guys can't handle it it's just that He's a veteran. I mean, he's playing. He's playing the best basketball he's played in probably a couple years right now. I mean, literally at this very moment, the last few games that he's been playing, he's at the top of his game. He's healthy. He, you know, he gets them going in both directions. And again, if you're looking to try to get guys different looks, I understand where Bobby's coming from. Yeah, you don't want bandages eat down low, but he was doing that anyways against Grant. He was shooting over Grant regardless. So I think. It was probably on Joe to make it make a change a little bit in that fourth quarter, especially like Heater going on a huge run. I don't know. I just I I think that yeah. they could have probably had a couple of those guys. I'm not worried again. A little bit. Not the, worried. The, I just think if you want to nitpick. No, no, no. I'm saying the defense just never worries me because I just don't think it's an issue, and I I just don't think it's an issue that's gonna doom the team. I think what can hurt the team is lapsing into bad habits offensively. So again, we've seen them almost every time this year where they had a not so great performance kind of bounce back and clean the slate pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. So this was one of those where 
They weren't moving the ball as much. Um, they got a little dribble happy. They turned it over a ton, and they didn't shoot well. And you still went to overtime uh, in this game. I, again, the defense is the least of my concerns with the, with this team right now. It really is. As Jimmy said, I mean, it's not like the other team lit it up on you. You've got some matchup problems certain times against certain teams. But again, there's just so many things that you do that makes it harder on the other team to stay with you. That that's really the as long as they're doing what they're doing and they're humming on offense and 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 playing the way that they've been playing. I just don't think it matters because they're just always just gonna they'll put so much pressure on the other team that eventually they're gonna fold. And they almost did it tonight. You know, they built a 12, 13 point lead. They just kind of they just kind of fell asleep a little bit. Let Miami get back into it too quickly. For sure, and it snuck up on them. Well, you were gone, Jimmy. Again, they they go on that seventeen run two run themselves, but they were up nine and gave up the eighteen four run. Uh, the what the Heat shoot ahead there between the end of the right. third and end of the fourth. And if I'm really highlighting the issue there, it was three turnovers at the end of it. It was a bunch of missed shots at the beginning, uh, and they went cold for about seven minutes, which is something we haven't seen this team do really at all this year. Maybe in that debacle of a game to begin the year against Chicago. Uh, but other than that, this offense has kept humming through pretty much every game. But this was finally the one. Even with 28 free throw attempts, you missed seven. That's a killer. 45 threes. You only hit 15. They've had they've had yeah. worse shooting nights where at the they've end had, you look they still and shot like, 46 yeah. percent from the floor. It's not atrocious. It's just we're but so used just to enough. You're used to 55 45 every night. So yeah. again. I know. If you just don't turn, if you just don't turn it over twenty times, you win this game while not really playing at your highest level. I'm still gonna always tip my hat to the Heat because I respect the, I respect the hell out of them for their shot, you know, big shot making ability and uh, and the they ability. They had to play just, great to win. And this they one. play smart and they and they make it hard on you and they're and they're annoying as hell and they don't let you get you know they they, they you know they don't get too far down. Uh, it's always super competitive. It doesn't matter who's out there. I mean, even Wednesday was really competitive until the Celtics finally just kind of well, distanced yeah, themselves they, late. They didn't like the style. But they weren't Wednesday. moving off the ball at all. They just weren't cutting the same way that they were. Uh, they were there was a lot of dribbling and standing around tonight. And I, I think that's why you got uneven games from a lot of people. Yeah, they wanted to bring this game into the mud. They didn't like Wednesday's high flying back and forth action. And this game, all the fouls, all the free throws, all the turnovers – they accomplished that, even though the score ends up being pretty high in the end. This is, I guess, this is the new in the mud game in the NBA is one twenty one sixteen. So they got it there, and the Celtics did a good job staying <laughs> in it, point, managing <laughs> it. But uh, they they finally lose. We finally have something to complain about here. I'm gonna go check in with uh with the with the team and see what they're saying after this one, and I'll be back with some interesting news ahead of this road trip. I'll tease it there. Ooh, okay. You better hope we're still here. It better be. It better be interesting. <laughs> that'll keep you. That'll keep you streaming. I'll be back. No, I'm not. I'm not Bobby, crack it. some, crack some heads in there. Let's get down to the bottom. What, what get, went wrong tonight? Get to be it. Tough on these guys. All right. We'll just. Oh. Sub, oh wow. We'll just just sway right in. Look at that. Boom, boom, boom. Hockey. Stuff. What happened? Oh, yeah, that was, that was a good line change. It was almost like line change. Switch it up. Turned into Joe Sway. <laughs> We couldn't do that again if we wanted to. Like, that, was, that was good. No, it was pretty good. So, <laughs> I, Bobby's really worried about Luke. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> well, he probably I, I, is, I thought, just typically. Well, but. yeah, he's just keeping it to himself. But I, I thought you meant the, is he, go, is he going 180? The, the 180 Bobby already? 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, he's worried about the defense. I don't. I'm not worried about the defense. He's just. Can we just all agree that Bobby's just going to be worried about the defense? He's going to worry it about. Doesn't the really defense. matter how well they play on defense. It's going to be something he's worried about. This game went into overtime, and you know, like 120 and 116. That's like a typical score these days for like a regular season game. So again, I don't yeah. think they played bad defense tonight. I, I honestly think Jimmy Butler. Everything he got, he worked very hard for. The the the, the, the couple of dagger type shots that he hit were he defenders right in his them. face. Totally. Yeah, right in his and that's face. That's why that's why it doesn't bother me. I thought that they hit so many tough contested shots. Uh, you know, Bam's gonna get some of his and he's gonna be able to shoot over the top of people, but he's Bam freaking Bam. I mean, that's top. fine. Uh, but most of it didn't bother me. Uh, Josue, I muted you a second. There was a little bit of background noise around you. While I'm gonna I'm gonna filibuster here. A little bit, and I'm going to tell the folks at home about our sponsors. Uh, we're going to start with Calm. Everyone knows about Calm, number one mental wellness app. Oh, yeah. I got two purchases today with people DMing um, for Calm. That was probably because of my ad reads on Wednesday. Probably. They said, Jimmy told me about this awesome thing, and I just bought it. <laughs> I sold and, the uh, hell out of it. And then Wednesday. Jimmy said, you get, you're going to give me a T-shirt. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and they actually went out, and we've actually got them. But first, we'll tell you. Number one mental wellness app. <laughs> we do this. We do we've this. all been doing. We've all been on calm for like a year now. Um, I shoot calm it, right into my veins, man. Oh, great. all day long. Reduce stress and anxiety through guided meditations. Improve your focus with curated music tracks. Rest and recharge with imaginative sleep stories for children and adults. Daily movement sessions. Relax your body. Uplift your mind. Go to calm.com slash garden you'll get a special offer of 40 percent off the premium subscription which is an incredible deal we never get deals like this where uh, a sponsor will give you this large a discount all you have to do is go to calm.com it's a good gift gift for your spouse we kind of talked about this it's kind of suggestive like hey honey maybe you need to chill a little bit here's some you calm. can't say that yeah you can't say that i you got you just... this awesome thing yeah um but but check it out for real. Uh, it really is worth it. Uh, explore it if you haven't uh, tried it. Uh, the premium subscription gets you uh, yeah. constantly the updated app, poke uh, library. Around, yeah, see what you're missing out on. You know, the app is free. Just download the app just to check it out. Then if you want the discount on the premium subscription, you com. go to com. Com. Slash garden. garden and promise it you'll you'll be happy that you did. So calm at night, you'll take calm after the show, and then you're going to wake up in the morning and you're going to mm-hmm. down your athletic greens, uh, which we all do as well, uh, and, yeah. and we love it. It's a you know, one-stop shopping daily supplement here uh, with 75 vitamins and minerals. You put it into one scoop of butter, and you are done, son. That's all you need to do. Um, you're done, son. You're done, son. That's all you got to do. 75 vitamins, minerals, gut health. 
mental health, all the types of health. Nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, aging. It literally tackles everything that you're looking to do. It's all in one shot. Lifestyle friendly, diet friendly, no sugar. uh, Supports mental clarity and alertness. Obviously helps with your sleep quality, as we said. Uh, It's got a ton of endorsements from celebrities, uh, healthcare professionals, athletes. So again, time to reclaim your health, arm your immune system, convenient daily nutrition, one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Green is going to give you a free one-year supply, immune-supporting vitamin D, five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just go right there, athleticgreens.com slash garden. Again, Travel packs are nice dot com slash garden for your first purchase in addition to all that free stuff if you support any of our sponsors you get ta-da These phenomenal exist. t-shirts we couldn't they get exist yeah we couldn't for, get the actual photo to show up on the screen the way we like this does john but we did do my version of showing everybody a picture on the phone and it was a picture of john and bobby wearing the t-shirts they do exist. I here comes John now with the t-shirt. It looks like he's got in his hand. Huh? What do we got? Is this the actual t-shirt here? What are you talking about? What I'm are you talking about play by play of what you were doing. Are we talking about phenomenal? <laughs> yeah, we are. That's are a phenomenal about? t-shirt right there. Is this what you're talking about? That's literally a phenomenal t-shirt, but it's also a phenomenal t-shirt. It is. You know what else is phenomenal? Sherrod Blakely. What's Trub up, Blakely's, fellas? Sherrod Blakely's pretty phenomenal. He is pretty damn phenomenal. What's up, fellas? What's up? What's up, buddy? Uh, you and Joe Sway are both jumping on. Jimmy and I have been talking a little bit, so you guys tell us what you think is going on. Have the floor. We're done. I was going to say something else, but I'm going to save my AG1 plug save for the it. end of the show. Save, save it. Save it. You guys save go. it. Save it. Save it, Jimmy. This was, I mean, this this was not should, – this shouldn't come as a surprise that they lost this game. Uh, Miami is one of those teams that they're going to give you problems. That's This is what they do. They – they play hard defensively. Uh, they Jimmy Butler is one of the better timely shot makers in the NBA, and they found a way to win this game. Um, but this is the thing I, that stood, stood out to me, though. Tatum had one of his worst shooting games all season long. You got little to nothing from your bench for most of the first half, and, and, and spurts here in the second. And this game went to overtime. I mean, I, I think most Miami plays teams like this they typically win 5, 10, 15 points in regulation, but the Celtics, it went to overtime. So if I'm the Celtics, you, you hate the fact that you lost, but you played a pretty crappy game and you went to overtime against a team that you very, may very well see come postseason. What was crappy tonight? What, what, what about the Celtics was crappy? How much of it was Miami? Other, other than what, what Miami forced them to do? Obviously the 20 turnovers, but how much of yeah. that was Celtics falling out of their rhythm and going back to kind of a little bit of iso ball, ball movement stagnating because sometimes you're going to revert to bad habits and it just happens, or did Miami force them into it? it I mean, it was a little bit of both, I, but I think my, I would give Miami more credit than, than to say that it was just the Celtics having one of those games. Miami's game plan, I thought, was, was pretty clear to force someone other than Tatum to make shots, but put Tatum in positions where he's not comfortable. Uh, and I thought that Tatum never got any kind of flow of rhythm. Uh, his shots, they didn't look like the shots that we've seen him make and bad, take. Bad decision-making all yeah, night, I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so he was not in his rhythm. And, and you know, you got to tip your hat to Jalen. I mean, he carried this team. He put him on his back for most of the game. Uh, but they, they just didn't get enough of those, those side, the peripheral guys step up and make plays and, and get things done. 
Uh, and, and you you can't beat a team that plays as hard as Miami does if you're not getting other guys to step up. And they just didn't get that tonight. They did not. Josue? I said fax my dog, but I, I, I muted myself. Josue, I think you're muted. Yeah, he yeah, is. I think he is, too. He is. But, but he's freaking dropping it's science cool, though. Whatever right he said sounded probably awesome. I agree. Whatever the hell Joe Sway said. Yeah. But Joe Sway said. I was saying unmute me. Unmute me. Oh, you can't unmute yourself? <laughs> no. I can mute myself, but then there's an override that you know who controls. So. Oh, all right, I'm back. yeah. I'm we back. got the man okay. with all the buttons. Up over so there. what Sherrod was saying is, is, is spot on. It's dead on. Um, I, I thought defensively, especially in the half-court set with Jason Tatum, Bam Adebayo was almost like playing Rover, where he was picking his spots when to attack. When, when, as soon as Tatum turned his shoulder on a double team or whenever it was getting him rattled, it was Bam Adebayo making that making that push, whether it was forcing a steal, forcing a turnover. I mean, I just felt like they made sure he was uncomfortable throughout. Meanwhile, during the second half, I, I just think, yeah, Jalen Brown is the big reason why the Celtics team obviously had a chance. I mean, that, that's a given, including all the, the, the big shot at the end of regulation. But I also think that when you look at the way this team was playing down the stretch, I mean, Joe Mazzula, and look, some of fans may not want to hear this, but it really did boil down to the Miami Heat just making those two, three extra plays that the Celtics just did it, you know, playing from behind and trying to steal that momentum, which they did. But the Miami Heat, I mean, this is, this is a tough-minded team. I mean, this is the kind of team that when they're playing on the, on the back end of a, of a, of a back-to-back, they're going to make those corrections, and they did. You know, I thought the Celtics um, did a good job of, of, of staying with it, obviously, in that second half in the fourth quarter, and, and Jalen had a lot to do with that, but – Look, the Miami Heat, they look, They went back, they looked at the film. And I thought that one of the biggest things that that, that was, you know, a glaring weakness for the Celtics, it seemed like, was when they were targeting, Jimmy Butler in particular, Al Horford. It was as if Spolster told him, when Al's on you, you go. You attack, you can do that dribble around the rim thing, that that jumper, whatever it is, to create separation. He was able to do that against Al. Al, you don't want to say that that's the reason why this team lost, but I just think that making those timely decisions and executing, you know, better than the Celtics did and in those timely situations ultimately is what happened here. I mean, you can't, Joe Mazzillo talked about this too a few minutes ago. You can't look at the record. Well, you, you, you can't look at what they've been doing the last couple of weeks. I mean, this is the type of team that, I mean, doing that whole midseason turnaround two years before the Celtics did it, right? I mean, that's the kind of team they are. That's the DNA of this team, and a lot of these guys are still there. You know, that team that went to the NBA Finals. So um, it's interesting. Joe got a question from Gary Washburn about the Miami Heat trying to send a message, and I think that's that's exactly what they were trying to do. That's exactly what they were trying to do in the sense of of regurgitating their confidence, which they don't really necessarily need to do. But I think having Jimmy Butler back, and you look at what happened two nights ago, seven players in double figures. Yeah, you lost, but it was really close. You come out here, you send a message, Jimmy Butler goes off. I mean, this is exactly what – the Miami Heat thinking that was going to happen, you know, 24 hours ago going into this one. Yeah. Well, Miami, they're one of the better teams at getting their hands on balls, particularly when you drive in the lane. I mean, I, I thought, you know, every time Tatum looked to attack the rim off the dribble, you know, he was either the ball was getting deflected or or he there was contact. They were doing yeah. something to just throw him out of rhythm so that he could finish at the rim. And that's that's who they are. You know, that that's who the Miami Heat are. But I also thought the Celtics were thrown off a little offensively. Because they're looking, they see, they watch the same film, watch the same games that we do. And we all know that Tyler Hero is a horrible defender. And sometimes I thought they got a little too locked in trying to go at him rather yes. than just running their offense the way they normally do. And, I, and again, I get it. I absolutely get it. But it, that doesn't make it right. It doesn't, it's, obviously. It's the worst thing they do. It's almost, 
you'd rather not have that obvious matchup out there because when that happens, they slow it all down and they ISO and they hold it and they get out of what they do. And, and again, they did that a lot tonight where they're like, I got my matchup. I'm good. Everybody go. And what happens? It allows time for the defense set and you start making mm-hmm. your move and everyone starts creeping and everyone else is standing around because they don't, they're just staying out of your way. And then all of a sudden people converge and the space gets tighter and it's just, flashbacks to the stuff that like you didn't like about their offense last year. That's why I wonder if it's self-inflicted or not like playing high playing hero hero on the hopes that he's going to get ISO. It's not a strategy. The Celtics actively chose to do this as opposed to just doing what they've been doing and just move it, move it, move it, move without the ball, get open shots, pass it, relocate, get it somewhere else, catch and shoot. And, you know, just get into that kind of rhythm. They just didn't do it as well tonight as they normally do. Um, I think but, he did a good job of taking that away, though, John. You don't think so? I mean, it's a, it's a combination of both. You can you pass know? it. It's not like they're just sitting in passing lanes the whole time. They're playing up on you, and they're pressuring you, and yeah, they're good at fighting through screens. Uh, yeah. And that's what they do. They're they're really active, and they have active hands. And you saw deflections a couple ones, but some of them were just sloppy. Like Jalen Brown turns around, tries to pass it back to the perimeter, and Butler just kind of kicks a, a hand there. Marcus was loose a couple times, and he just kind of let it – just kind of like slipped out. Some of those were self-inflicted too, I thought. It's just overall the style that the Celtics played, I felt, is what took them out of the game. It's just not what's been getting them this record-setting offense uh, tonight. And yeah, sure, Miami might have taken them out of their rhythm a little bit, but uh, you know, I think a lot of it was the Celtics, what Sherrod was saying, trying to attack matchups a little bit too much and, uh, and getting stuck in that, in that kind of in the you know, iso ball mode. You know, more than you want to see it. I mean, it worked for Jalen. Jalen attacked a ton of matchups all night and friggin' yeah. and and was 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 incredible for Tatum. Less so. Question for for how about Sherrod? Do these back to back matchups is that a disadvantage to the Celtics because Missoula is kind of a, a you know a newer coach and maybe the adjustments aren't as obvious to him as a guy like Spolstra, for example, who many would consider is you know arguably the best coach in the NBA. Is there an advantage to a team like the Heat in that situation? Not only that, but they've got veterans. and I mean, at the end of the day, they got Butler back, so that's the biggest difference in this game. But what's, is there a coaching advantage there, too, for these well, back-to-backs? Yeah. Well, if, if you're talking about this back-to-back series, I would say that Jimmy Butler's return was the biggest X factor right. in game one and game two. But I, I do think it when you have these back-to-backs, it favors the veteran coaches for the very reasons you pointed out, Jimmy. The fact is they know what it's like to be in those tight-pressure facing the same team multiple times. And Joe, he's been in a room when the game plans have been put together to deal with that stuff. But there's a huge difference between being in a room and being the one that everyone is looking to for those answers. Mm-hmm. And particularly, it's particularly hard when you win that first game because then you're, you're thinking almost by default is, I just have to do the same thing or pretty close to the same thing I did the last game. Uh, and where the adjustments may not be as noticeable, uh, which you need to do in order to win. Because certainly... Jimmy Butler adding to the mix for the second game, it changes a lot of things. It, it changes your coverages. Um, but like I said, I, I thought my, my big concern with them going into this game was would they try to play what I, what I call anti-hero ball, which is where you try to go at Tyler, at, at hero all the time. And I, I thought it through, again, I thought it through their offense out of rhythm. I thought their defense wasn't bad for the most part. I didn't think it was great, but it, it, 
it, this was a low-scoring affair, and they never really allowed Miami to take advantage of that, even though they weren't making shots. So to, to your original question, yeah, I think it is mm-hmm. an advantage, but it's an advantage for veteran coaches. Like if you were to bring in, you know, Will Hardy, for example, uh, and, and they, they were in a close game like this, I don't think if they played them on back-to-backs, that would necessarily be an advantage for him. I think veteran coaches, it's an advantage for them, not necessarily playing – uh, you know, any old coach can play the same thing twice. I don't think that gives him an advantage. Okay, yeah, I think it's, I think it's an advantage for experienced teams as well. And obviously, someone like Spolstra, who um, who's guiding this team, and the, the doesn't even matter if it, which arena they're playing in. I just think getting that first look at a team and then seeing that same team again 48 hours later. I mean, I, I just think that's the kind of that's an ideal matchup for someone like for, for Spolstra. Like he capitalized on this stuff. I would I would be. I, I think it'd be safe to say that chances are he'll go 50, at least 50% most of the time. You know, I mean, and I think that's that's a testament to the to what the culture's like in Miami. You know, discipline and, and hard-nosed defense and, and effort. You know, that's just what these guys do and, and play for pride and, you know, against a team that they lost game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals to. So, like, this was, this was personal for them. You know, it should be. Yeah, man, there were noticeable adjustments that they made from the first game to the, to the second, specifically – defensively getting their hands on way more loose balls, forcing turnovers, just being active around the paint whenever Tatum looked to attack and whenever Jalen looked to attack. Uh, Those are the type of adjustments that if you go back and you look at game one and compare it to what we just saw, those are going to stick out. It's clear that Spolstra had a a defensive-minded game plan of adjustments, and the Celtics were never really able to adapt to that. And yet there they were, and yet there they were in overtime – potentially with a chance to steal a game where they really didn't play great basketball. They didn't play great. It's giveaway stuff. Turnover, second chance points. You give them the ball when you have it. That's a freebie. And you're giving away second chance points. Those are freebies. That's, that's really what happened tonight. Everything else is again, I, I, I'm not being like, you know, Mr. Homer. I, I still think, you know, Celtics, you know, Celtics, I think beat this team. I'm not gonna say nine out of ten times they're gonna beat this. Homer, it's their best. Their best games beating is gonna beat Miami's best game every time. I mean, I, I you know, I, that's not really a concern here. But you're gonna lose some of these games. You're gonna have teams that make you play bad. You're gonna have nights where it's just not your night. That's what this one was. Still a wildly entertaining game. I love the series. I love the two games. We talked about it off the top. I love that. I wish they would do it more. I think it'd be a great thing just to get that, that vibe because you do the playoff intensity in game two was, I mean, it was really it was. awesome. You could, it really felt like a playoff game. That's great stuff for fans. It's just, and it ups the energy and the competition factor of games where you just get into these slogs. You're in game number 37. 48 56 of the season right against such and such on this night but you play these two guys back to back and you've built a little animosity you get your ass whooped one night and then you come out the next day two days later with a chance to uh to get that back i think they should be doing this all the time if they could uh so i i'd like to see more of them because that was a lot of fun benefits the players too yeah, I mean, and I think that's, and Jimmy, to your point, Jimmy, I think that's really what a lot of this is about. Try to minimize the wear and tear on their bodies and have them play the same team back to back, sleep in your same bed, not that's your own bed. Which, yeah, I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense. But the key, and I, I think John alluded to this, is having a series where teams, there's a certain, uh, there's a high level of competition between them. 
You're not just because, I mean, no disrespect, but I'm not all that thrilled about back-to-back games in Charlotte. Uh, and the only reason I'm not Dude, thrilled about that is because it's Charlotte. Charlotte. I thought you I liked love, Charlotte. I love the city of Charlotte, but I'm talking about the okay. game, Jimmy. I'm talking okay. about the games. Okay, okay, okay. Well, <laughs> well Charlotte Charlotte used Martin, to be fun. Martin Luther King Day, for crying out loud. Jeez. No, you're, you're right. Charlotte. And uh, and they will, and, the, and the Hornets will be all about peace on that day. All <laughs> Wait, about hold on, hold on. peace. Because they're not showing your, no uh, resistance. What's your take on, on uh, Assuming they show Udonis? Up. Like you're gonna say something about Udonis and oh, make yeah. it off there. Which, I thought I I, I, I thought about saying. So, look, the fact that Udonis is still <laughs> in the damn NBA. Funny, something funny about to come out your mouth, right? I knew it. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm looking at him. I'm thinking like, damn, seriously, dude. I think everybody. But, I think I think he was thinking, damn, seriously, you're putting me in the game. But but Carmelo, <laughs> but Carmelo Anthony is at home chilling, looking at that that 2003 yeah. championship or anything right? like, damn. Oh man, I can't get no burn. Something don't make sense. Story. Yeah. No, but the, but the, the the bottom line though is, is with this Miami Heat team. I mean, they they played their brand of basketball. There was at no point did you feel that the Celtics were kind of putting enforcing their will on them. They went up to the Celtics. They they made some shots and did what they normally do, uh, shoot their way out of out of problems. But Miami never went away. Uh, Miami just kept chipping away, and the physicality. I mean, remember that hard foul? I think Udonis laid on. I think it was Derek White, maybe. Yeah, um, that was it, that was ugly. But you know why he did yeah. that, right? You know why you did that, right? Well, I mean, other than sending a message and just letting you know that I'm Udonis, I'm that dude. Because he, he thought that he fouled. He thought that he fouled Lowry. Well, the way he saw the ball, it just didn't look well. It looked like Lowry tripped, yeah. and I felt like Udonis took that as you know he, he, he shut him to the ground or something. Yeah, and and and, and the, the thing about Udonis, I mean, I respect the fact that that's the best thing that he can give that team right now: physical hard fouls. That's his that's his superpower for them, uh, and we saw it flex. Yeah, but you got to find ways to take advantage of him because Udonis is not move. He's not the swiftest moving cat out there on the floor. And I never, I never felt as though that there were other matchups besides Tyler Hero that I thought they could have taken advantage of. And I never really got a sense that they were looking to do more than just zero in on Tyler Hero, who still wound up getting twenty six points, an efficient twenty six points, like ten for eighteen, ten for nineteen shooting, something like that. Bubble Hero, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they have they have players like that though, you know, that can that can come up in big games like this. I just thought the Celtics bench just just wasn't what it what it's what it's been right the last uh, the last week or so, and yeah. that could be a testament to Miami as well, you know. I, I just think um, they're just a tough matchup for the Celtics. But I mean, to John's point, I mean, in the best of seven series, I still like the Celtics' chances, but they're still a team that you're gonna keep an eye on, right? You have to. Yeah, you you always have to keep an eye on, eye on them because. They've proven to be winners over the years. They've got a lot of the same guys that that knocked the Celtics out of the playoffs two years or in the bubble, and all that stuff. And as long as Jimmy Butler is healthy, you know that's their identity. And if, if that's your identity, especially in the playoffs when the intensity gets turned up and the defense gets turned up, then of course they're going to be difficult. But I don't think anyone's betting betting the Heat over the Celtics, especially because you would assume. Celtics are going to have home court advantage on top of that, on top of it all, anyways, because I would imagine they're going to end up with a better record. Um, and I know the Heat won tonight in Boston, but it's still obviously been a very difficult place for teams to come in and win. Um, but it's all about talent, and the Celtics right now they are one of the most talented teams in the NBA. Tatum didn't have it tonight, and you know what? The way he's been playing, he's bound to have a stinker once in a while, and this was one of those nights for whatever reason. You can credit the Heat. I'm. Sh- you got to cut at the heat. You got to cut Spolstra. I mean, again, he 
he has a couple of days to look at the film and, and do what he does. Um, but I don't think anyone is worried about Jason Tatum because he had a bad shooting night or he had a couple of bad decisions. Um, you got to credit Jalen Brown for, in that situation, rising to the occasion. And, you know, if they won this game, we're leading the whole show with Jalen Brown and we're talking about him for 30 minutes. It's unfortunate that they lost, but he did everything he could tonight, including that circus shot, which I didn't think I had a prayer of going in. <laughs> I don't think anybody in the garden did, but everyone behind me was just like, "What the?" F-? Like people were yeah. pissed, and then <laughs> I, I was too. I was like, "What are you doing?" There's four seconds on the clock, man. There, that shot was 40 feet away. It had the longest arc, hit the backboard, and went in. There's still a minute, a second and a half left for the Heat to go to go down and can shoot. We, it's like, can we, can we get a reenactment of John's reaction to it? Oh you God, know, because, I don't, because, I don't, because, I don't think because it was Jalen. He must have been like, "Oh, you gotta be." <laughs> Yeah. I, I just can't believe that's what they ended up with. It was pretty bad. I, hey, I mean, it, it wasn't a it, – it worked out. We'll leave it at that. But regardless, you know, Brown was aggressive tonight. Brown, Brown, was, Brown was Celtics' Jimmy Butler tonight, right? I mean, he had, a, he had statistically a better game than Butler. But they're, 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 in my opinion, they're similar. Like, they're very similar. See, I, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm have to push back on, on that, offense, Jimmy. Not on the defensive side. Well, I, I don't think they're similar because the thing about Butler is he has established himself in this league as a guy that, regardless of how he's playing for three-plus quarters, in the fourth <laughs> quarter, he's that dude. He's he's going to be that dude. He's going to put the team on his back without any question. And everyone around him knows this. The Celtics, it's not that cut and dry. Tatum is going to certainly get first crack at being that guy. Jalen is yeah. probably going to get second crack. Depending on what Malcolm Brogdon is doing, depending on whether he's on the floor, he may be – that guy. If Al Horford has a matchup that they've been exploiting for three quarters and he's on the floor, he's going to be that guy. There's a lot more uncertainty as to whether Jalen is going to get an opportunity to be that guy down the stretch, whereas Jimmy Butler, it's a given. <laughs> Everywhere he's been, he's been that guy down the stretch. That and, and to me, you know, that that's what separates Jimmy Butler from a lot of players in the state. Oh, I think yeah. I think I think Jalen Brown, and you look at Jalen Brown's totality as a player, I still think he's better than Jimmy Butler. But in those closing moments, Jimmy Butler's got the resume to show that, hey, I'm, I'm all about making and taking that shot. And, and the Celtics, they've seen that plenty of times. That's why you go back to that the playoffs last year, Jimmy had that shot that did everything but go in the damn rim. Um, that oh, changed yeah. everything. I mean, there's no, I mean, we don't know. How, that was one of those fran- potential franchise altering misses because we don't know how the Celtics would have responded <laughs> with their roster if that shot would have went in and and you know so he nice. yeah so but yeah I mean Jimmy's good Jalen's good I just think Jalen's better as an overall player yeah, yeah. and I, I don't want I don't want to confuse I don't want you to think that I think that Jalen Brown has like the killer instinct or something that Butler has I I know that that's different I just mean like I think similar playing styles like they're not Great outside shooters. They are both aggressive, super athletic. They do kind of have a tough, tough guy, old school sort of mentality. I feel like Butler's kind of like a guy that I feel like would have thrived 20 years ago too. You know, I just feel like that's his mo a little bit. Whereas a lot of guys today, I don't think they could survive in the in the, in, the, in the league like in the 90s or in the 80s. It's oh, obviously a completely different playing style. But I think Butler's style would have fit that that era pretty well. What's up, Bobby? We got single box right now. I love it. What's up? 
Five out. For us. Five out. We got five out. Five out. <laughs> five wide. What you got? What you got for us, Buck? Yeah, sentiment. Sentiment out of this one that the offense sunk them. That's what Joe told him after the defense held them in it, he thought, and the offense uh, doomed them in this one. So there was going to be a time where uh, their reliance on that, Grant said, was going to you know, come back to bite them, and they would have had to deal with that. And I think they feel decent coming out of this one, the fact that they were tested, that they felt like they handled it pretty good, and that uh, they'll you know, not feel like they're a juggernaut who's just going to roll through everyone. I think they're all kind of looking at it and saying, like, all right, Got one out of the way here. Ended that 14 out of 15 stretch. And now it's going to be tough from here on out. Like Brooklyn's going to be a challenge on Sunday. And that West Coast trip, they we, they really haven't seen teams from the West at this point in the season. At least the teams up at the top there. Um, you know, there's just great defenses, great offenses on this road trip coming up. And really, no one's been on the road for this long that i can think of on this roster we talked about the wacky schedule this year six game trip in and out of canada out west this is going to be a massive haul for this team and the games are tough so this was a good tone setter for that that it's not going to be the hornets playing kai jones and pj washington or uh, you know some of the other teams that they've seen in recent weeks here it's it's going to really ramp up fast for this group and they're going to have to you know, win more games than they lose on this trip here, all of a sudden their record's going to be a little tighter with all the rest of the teams in the East and in the league. Bobby, you teased you teased something on your way out. Yeah, so... Are you ready? Trip, or is this, this too, too, too soon? <coughs> John, so, you okay over there? I am good now. Tough, tough night here. Um, you know, tough night going out on this road trip. Robert Williams is going on this trip. I don't know if he's coming back, but I think he's going to pack the jersey. I think he's going to put the shoes in the bag. Okay. We'll, we'll see what happens there. I think you're going to see. You got a peek inside the old duffel bag? Potentially, I think you're going to maybe see Robert Williams on this trip. Of course, Sherrod's had some reporting on that. Whoa. <clears throat> Yeah, it seems incoming. Right yeah, but I don't listen to those guys, Bobby. I listen to you. Yeah, Bobby, are you saying it or are you not saying it? I don't have it nailed down exactly, but it seems like it's coming. Did you like get eyes coming. in the duffel bag? Did you get eyes in the duffel bag? No, but, you know, last couple shoot-arounds here, he's scrimmaging. He's out there moving around. He's blocking shots. He's playing in some controlled action. So, I listen, I don't think it's going to be in Brooklyn. I don't think it's going to be in Toronto. But once they get out west, I'm going to be at these practices, and I'm going to be interested to see what he's doing out there. And well, listen, what would Woj say before Christmas? You get back here on the 16th. <clears throat> it's coming, I think. I think it's going to be here soon. Confirmed. Confirmed. Sherrod smiling. Sherrod What do you got, Sherrod? What's, what's the latest you got on that? Rob, we'll just say that Rob is progressing well. And he's going to be playing soon. No setbacks. You're Very the one soon. that said soon a couple weeks ago. And my, yeah. Pe- yeah. my okay. patience. Now, now you sound like Joe Mazzula. My patience yeah. for soon is here's, not. Yeah. Here's, here's you have thing, stretched guys. my patience for soon. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say it. Warriors, December 10th. That's, that sounds that's about a, right. That, that's, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm hearing. Why not? Bring them back for the finals. That's the what finals I'm hearing. Rematch. 
on, 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 on a restriction? Yeah, I can see that. Permultiple. What's that? That's uh, that's two or three. That's three games away, right? That's the first one out west. So yeah. next Saturday. I, I just I, I, I love just, I just think the Celtics, the Celtics understand that you can only go so far with this cut and paste big man rotation. That you you at some point soon you got to start seeing what you're going to look like and and it doesn't you don't have to play him for 20 30 minutes you got to run him out. You, you 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 have to get him out there he's such an important part and you're going to be a different team with him I'm not necessarily I think you're going to be better I certainly know you're going to have more talent on the floor but is that talent going to gel is the chemistry going to be what it needs to be in order to be an impactful group is the offense going to be different uh, are you still going to be dropping 130 140 points a night with him out there uh, there's lots of questions about what his role and what his impact will be but the one thing I, I will say right now you better get him out there you better get him out there soon because you really need to see what you have to work with. He's got to play yeah. his way back in the state shape shroud. There's no practice. Yeah, well, there's no. That's yeah, the thing. Thing. Right. That's, no that's what I'm saying. You, right you have to just. You've got so many. Ga- you've got so many games clustered together. You have to play him in order to get him back he's, in playing shape. He's obviously. That's the thing. He's obviously officially healthy enough to play basketball. He just can't. He's just not in shape. That's a hundred percent right. There's really nothing you can do other than play him. 12 minutes tonight, 15 minutes. You you know, what did he do when he came back the first time? It was basically like one seven-minute stretch and then another six six or seven-minute stretch. And then maybe a couple minutes late in the fourth if you wanted to bring him back. That was kind of the minutes restriction you had post-surgery. That's kind of where you got to go here is just two stints in and out, call it a day, and that's all that he plays. But he has to play his way into shape. Right, right. He has to play himself into game shape. And I thought that one of the things that uh, Joe Mazzulla said about it that was interesting to me was that the last, sort of the last step would be how he feels mentally. How does he feel to go out there? Is he ready? Is he, if he would rather wait a specific day? Is there a game he has in mind that maybe, you know, he hasn't shared with everyone else? I mean, you don't know. Everyone else goes about these things differently. And obviously, given his past, you gotta be, you gotta be cautious here, and I think Rob understands that as well. Given you know the fact that the Celtics just went to the NBA Finals, and he understands how important he is on both ends of the floor, right? So you gotta also remember what he's going to do offensively, like in terms of him, you know, getting in tune with everybody else. It might take some time, but he's got, he's got to make sure that he's ready. You know, I think it's gonna be more on his terms than we think. You know, I, I think Joe Mazzulla put that out there to remind people that he did also, say that. Also on him, you know, that's a big part of it. That um, that no one else could call. And I'm not surprised, you know, of all this noise about his return. Like, it's always about, like, his comfort level and his confidence. So, you know, they're really putting him out there and, you know, showing him off and showing the different things that he can do, you know, in that scrimmage there the other day. And, you know, you hear about all the different things he's doing. He's feeling good. I think they've been cautious. I think he's been cautious. And now it's sort of reaching that stage where it's like, all right, Let's let's see what you got. Let's go out there and get it, and you know, start this recovery return process uh, because it feels like there's been no setbacks, there's been no issues, and things have gone well in terms of the surgery. And he was ahead of schedule. What did they say? Eight to twelve weeks uh, to basketball activities. It was about a month ago or so. Now we were in New York, and uh, he was saying he was dunking and he was running up and down the floor and cutting and all these different kinds of things. So I think he was ahead of schedule. This feels like what ahead of what all of us anticipated. Josue and I were talking on the um, our segment the other night saying, like, we weren't expecting him until after New Year's. And here he is. It feels like he's almost certainly going to be back before Christmas. Now, what version of him do you get? 
that's what we're all going to be watching to see. If it's this limited, um, you know, just sort of shell of himself, he can still help. But as we saw in the playoffs, it's going to be some good nights, some bad nights where you can almost barely play him. And you're hoping that at least by playoff time, you can get the real Rob back. So that's why it's great to at least give him some ramp-up time here, let him miss some games if he needs to for rest, and just, again, get him rolling, as Sherrod said right there. That's what this trip, I think, is going to be all about whenever that date comes. I, December 10th, that's my prediction. Which one? That's what so. I'm hearing. Hopefully that's it's not in hearing. Toronto. None of us are going to be up in Toronto. Make it Golden State. So my sources are coming through my headphones right now. They're telling me December 10th against Golden State. Little finals rematch. I like it. Yeah. Because we're saying it. By the way, uh, you know, oh, this it's going to happen. I trust I don't my know sources. What, I don't know what happened to Luke there. I was looking for him in the locker room after. Uh, he, I think he banged knees there in that play. He was he like, yo, a, keep that Bobby kid away from me. All right. I'm not he, a, <laughs> he, you saw Luke sprinting out of the locker room on the, uh, the other door as Bobby walked in. <laughs> not today, Manning. Not today. I, Oh, did they say a hyperextension? I didn't see that. So, well, thank you, you know, Tim. If he, if Producer Tim Shields chiming in. If uh, if he if he misses some time here, that that makes it even more important that Rob gets back. Though we've kind of forgotten about Noah Vonley. Uh, he's he's done a good job when he's needed to play. So it's good that they have him for whatever gap there might be here. If if Cornette does miss some time with that. Yeah, we got to make sure we can have, find someone to fill the cornet minutes. Yep, that's well. It's about Al, right? I mean, Al can't go out there and play forty minutes uh, every night, so you need someone to spell him. <laughs> this will be George. over soon. This will be over soon. Sorry, sorry for talking about the news. Post game show in so long. Look at him. <laughs> I didn't lead with it, John. I left it for the he end. He only does this at, on, on, uh, on the Patreon. Bobby, I appreciate the update. I appreciate the update. I'm not dogging you. I'm just looking forward to the day <laughs> where Luke Cornett's just not part of our daily conversation. And it's nothing against Luke. It's just there'll be nothing to talk about because he won't be playing anymore. And that and, and natural order of things will be restored. And yeah, it was, it was I, fine. I and actually fine. Hey. I disagree. I want to live in a world where Luke is dropping – 20 and 10. On the I, I don't mind that world. I'm Jimmy, just telling Jimmy, you. Let me, you world, let me know when you get to that world. Let me know when you get to that world, Jimmy. I'll send, you, to I'll, send you, I'll send you a postcard when you get to that world. <laughs> I think because uh, we ain't I there. That's, that, that's the world I just want to live in. Uh, I'm just badly. saying we're, we're not there. We're not there yet. But when I see Luke, when I see Luke <laughs> jogging back up the court after he throws one down and then blocks and then tries to block a shot 20 ball. feet from the, from the shooter on the other end. We're not far. We're yeah. not far away from it. The court. We will do a separate one-off show if Cornette stops playing. For the, the record, the Cornette report. When Strowman uh, used to do that, man, it was vicious. It was like he would bring it down. He would just. <laughs> he would I, see, yeah, I saw the clubs. and then just go like up and down. Did I the see court. the Heat doing that tonight? I was just, just about to ask. What, they, what were they doing at the end? I just. I think they talked. were mocking Cornette. I, I was. I, I thought was, they were uh, pointing at something was, in the stands. That was, that but I was. Oh, yeah, Lowry was apparently. Wait, pointing. just way knows. All right. No, I'm asking. Is that what that was? Oh yeah, no, yeah I yeah, thought yeah. was something similar, but I didn't. I didn't. That didn't even cross my mind. They, they were, were doing they this. Were they were doing this. So Lowry was pointing, um, and yeah, they were doing that. And I, I saw Lowry as he was leaving the locker room, and you know, asked him it's a few questions about this one. But I didn't know what he was doing there, so I didn't even ask about that. But. Um, we wouldn't allow that. We would not allow the cornet mockery on 
No, but you know what that court. is. You know, you know what that means, Jimmy. These guys are in their feelings. There, this was it was a talking point, right? Mm-hmm. Can you believe that Luke guy was so excited that he's he has like a, a celebration thing that he did against us? Yeah, no yeah. one wants to. Luke Cornette, Cornette. Luke Cornette yeah. is dunking on us. Is that wasn't that wasn't against them, was it? That was against no, um, it was, it was Charlotte. Good. No, that was yeah. Sunday. That was, yeah, it was, was I mean Monday. That was Monday. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know why they were doing. that. I can't that, imagine but, uh, it was tied together. Maybe oh, they watched that. Just... They watched that film. Come on, they definitely watched that game. The game film. I, I didn't think it was a Cornette related. Well, Larry, Larry was a little more subdued. Uh, subdued after. So I don't. I don't and, know. And, and Spolstra for the second for the second night in a row got a uh, he got a he got a uh, Luke Corn. Uh, what is it? Con- contest or whatever. Corn test or whatever. He got another question about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, did he really? And it looked like he didn't appreciate it. It really did because his answer was like. You know, any we, we got a lot of what how, how do you say? It? He said, We got a lot of seasoned, experienced guys, and those guys know that you know, th- there's a better way to contest a shot. Who said that, Joe? No, no, uh, Spolstra. Spolstra, Spolstra was asked about it again, and he was asked about it pregame last time. We should just make that a running joke. Every time Spoiler comes back to Boston, we'll just that's what I mean. Sneak in, I've, sneak in, to contest question. That's I was not joking, Bobby. I was like, go ask the other team whether they think about it and see if they okay. don't laugh. You know, go back to the go back to the pregame thing. He, he did like he like scoffed. He was like, he was like yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, because you know, I like think it was Abby. Someone, Abby was trying to like explain it or someone tried. He's like, no, no, I know, I know what you're talking about. I'm familiar with this. Yeah, he's like, it's ridiculous, you know. Like, yeah. I can't believe you guys think it's a thing, right. you know. Like, he, you Why think they don't? Asking? You think the other team doesn't hear Scal screaming? It's real. The yeah. Cornette contest is real. Right, and you got to remember that this is a guy who, like, after like four or five, six questions, most of the kind of guys be like, "We good? All right, thank you." Like, he's not with it, you know. Like, he's not down. He's with so the whole, far like, beyond. Everybody, that. get your questions in because I want to make sure that you know everyone will know. Like, I, I think. He didn't expect the Luke Cornette question to make it into the, into the free. I love it. that these teams are going to play again. And J- Jimmy's right. Ask every coach about it at pre and post game. Just you keep peppering it. Just keep <laughs> hammering it. Yeah, have you noticed this thing that this guy does? He didn't play tonight. Hey, coach, he actually coach, hasn't yeah. played in six or seven <laughs> games. But when he does play, he just Wow, jumps. John sounded like a Cornette hater. I'm just messing it around. It's a fair question. It's a fair question to ask. I need this list to play the Spurs soon because I want someone to throw that to Popovich. Oh, my God. Oh, can you imagine? That's what I need. Bobby. I mean, I need Bobby to ask that. I don't know. It's going to be all news by then. They don't play the Spurs for a while. Bobby, I will Venmo you. I will Venmo you an undisclosed amount of money to ask Pop about the corner. All the super chats. All the super chats prior to a. Spurs like game that. will go into Bobby's pocket if he asks like if he asks Popovich that you question. Have to ask him a question. You guys can pay though. Bobby to ask questions. Yes, we will sell. <laughs> and we will enjoy. sell our. We will <laughs> sell <laughs> access. <laughs> we'll sell you access. Enjoy the intimidation from Bobby's voice. This is the. Uh, this is this is the uh, the calm question of the day, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, from our uh, listeners, uh, com.com slash garden. Uh, we will, se- hey, coach, we will coach, sell uh, you access. That's the Cornette contest. Like, I did I ask, um, no I, asked, I asked Clifford on Sunday, and he was like, there's really nothing like getting into a guy and just actually contesting the shot. You know what, I, you know what <laughs> I'm in favor of? Real defense is basically what Clifford no. said. I'm yeah. on the Cornette. Listen, all these old heads, they're stuck in their defensive ways. They don't want to see... 
the new age of yeah. defense where you can alter <laughs> shots. It's oh, called shot the, the, altering, John. It's not no, called it's shot called not, blocking. Jimmy, it's called not playing defense. Yes. That's what it's called. Shot yes. altering. If you can That's alter the is. eyes. You know what it almost reminds me of? Those, those not playing defense? That, but also the lazy defenders in pickup games that would come at the defenders like this. And Joe Sway and, and start heading down the other end of the court. Warner, why aren't you throwing me the ball? I got a layout. I hate or, that. Or yeah, in the hey, corner. Hey, hey. Or in the corner yeah, when yeah, the bench yeah. is oh, like, oh, oh, oh. That's oh, what God. I said. Jimmy and I compared yeah. it to the guys behind the basket with balloons. You know, like yeah. we're not we're not playing defense. We're not playing this, defense, and neither is Luke. Okay? Not when he does that. Three, oh, year, three years from now, Spolster comes back and like Luke's not even on the team anymore. But it's like, hey, uh, Spolster, hey, like, yeah. how much better is it now that you don't have to deal with the uh, neck and chest? <laughs> he just like so tosses Spolster, the mic. Spolster <laughs> even paused and he was just like, I mean, he's all, but no, like you know, it's like it's like, uh, but no. We watched it. We did watch it in film. Yeah. We did I gotta see that clip. Talk about he's it. like, if you, hey, if you're, you know, if, if we ever, if you're a younger player, maybe it's a bit of a distraction. But again, like the way he said it was like, look. We got we got a team full of seasoned vets in here, right? So if we if we ever if we ever have a CLNS pickup, I'll try it out. I'll get right by the rim while uh, Jimmy shooting the three and be like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I'm oh yeah, people will pay Bobby to ask that. All right, we're gonna wrap. Uh, we got it. What, what what what's what's up on tap? Is it Sunday? Sunday against Sunday. Brooklyn. Sunday we'll in Brooklyn. Bobby we'll have an early tip off, six o'clock. Bobby's there, Josue's there. I don't know about Sherrod. He likes to do stuff. He's going to. Wow. Go. The whole team. The whole game. I'm going to start. I'm, I might go. Maybe John, should we go? Should yeah. Should we buy bus tickets John, Jimmy, come on. We'll do a New York show. Come on down. I got, I got, I got my boys out there. Um, Jimmy. We'll get a couple friends out that way. I could crash. Let's go. All right, deal. Um, we want to tell you once again about our sponsors. Make sure you support them, athleticgreens.com slash garden. Your one-stop shop for all your health needs. One scoop, 75 vitamins, minerals, cup of water. You're done for the day. Basically three bucks done, a day. Son. It's worth it uh, to take care of your health. Go to athleticgreens.com slash garden. Free one-year supply, vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And of course, the number one mental wellness app, Calm. Go to calm.com slash garden and you can get a 40% off their premium subscription. It's an amazing deal. Uh, it's uh, the, the material on the, on the site is updated constantly on the app. Um, music, sleep stories, what have you. It's all great. Oh, yeah. And forget the forget the graphic pictures. I'm showing you guys the real deal. The real deal, you get this folks. Phenomenal John, put it on for us. I Put can't right now. I got like headset and sweatshirt Come and a hoodie. It'll Toss take it forever. On. You got layers. Here it is. But you know what? I got to be honest with you guys. It looks a lot better than I thought it did. I like it. It feels Bobby, good. how's it fit? It's pretty good. It feels good. great. The material's nice. Oh, it's good. See, how's, John, how's the sleeve to arm ratio? It's good. I'm jacked no matter what. You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's good. Sleeves, sleeves can't hold me. That's what doesn't yeah, really matter. Probably cut the sleeves yeah. off. Are we yeah, really getting into come. analytics over a damn T-shirt? Are we really getting well, analytics over a damn T-shirt? We are. Come on, but Jimmy. God. All you guys have to do. Hold on, hold on. Time out. DM me with a receipt. Your, yes. your, your, and your, uh, your, uh, your dimensions. Don't eat the receipt. Yeah. Uh, and your and your and your address, and we will send it to you. We just sent the first batch today. We got so many orders. I'm not kidding. So many orders. We actually ran out of T-shirts at 
Uh, there's oh. four or five people at the bottom of the list. The most recent, we got to wait for a new order coming in. So we we got them in and we shipped wait, them all wait. out. I didn't yeah. get one yet. And, gotta... and you and we had to ship yours and Joe Sway's and uh, and one other out. I told Nick to buy more. He was, I was like, we Dude, if you buy didn't... more, the the price will drop. Just because you're a good salesman, Jimmy. Yeah, someone knows about. Supply and demand. He's like, oh, no, we're only buying. No, blah, 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 Jimmy, you, you sold too many. Uh, you well, sold too much athletic greens. Too much. Yeah, before I, I can't forget. Help it. I can't help Shout it. Out. I'm a natural born salesman. Shout I don't even have. Hey, you know what? Who was sitting, sitting near our section? He, he said he's a big fan. He wants to I said, you DM and tell him that I said. Yeah. I, after you, after you get something from our sponsors, and, and uh, you tell John that I that you that you spoke spoke to me about it, and he said that he was gonna do that. So yeah, shout out to well, him. I, I wish I could. Listen, I wish you know, I it's hard. It's hard to sell the pro It's hard to sell the product when you haven't seen it, felt it, smelt it, worn it. Well, lived I it. was so I went. I gotta a, know it before I can. I sell went it, you as know? a fan. I went as a fan on Friday. Um, I went as a fan on Friday. We yeah. ordered in bulk, Luis. I went not bulk enough. We ordered a lot. That's how many offer. That's how many orders we got. Um, I went as a fan on Friday, wearing my phenomenal T-shirt, um, and uh, I did want to give a shout out to uh, Drew from Cambridge. He was sitting right behind. Mm. Gave a shout out, fan of the show. What's up, Drew? Uh, I hope he's watching tonight. Uh, that was fun going in there, walking around with my phenomenal T-shirt. I'm like, did anybody he- know who I am? <laughs> anybody? They're like, no. One guy. I actually saw, okay. I actually saw you. Dude thinks he's phenomenal. You know, you know what's such a boss? People just do, think though? that you think you're phenomenal. This, no, look at this asshole. Yeah. I saw it. He won't go up to you. I saw him. Jimmy, I saw him getting so excited after those back-to-back Tatum threes, waving the shirt around. <laughs> Did he, was he waving it? Yeah, I bet he was. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to get the He was out of his seat all night. He was having a great time. Oh, I was trying to, to make eye you. contact with Sherrod because I was one section over in the same row, basically. No, I Sherrod was saw t- you. Sherrod I was in 20. You. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm, I don't know this guy. <laughs> he looked the opposite direction. Yeah, no. Fan John is different than uh, than Talky John. You know, like, I'll enjoy my game. That was fun. Okay. But, yeah, wearing the phenomenal T-shirt, so we got to – we got to debut it out in public. Um, we will send you one as well, of course, if you guys uh, are so interested. Again, um, I would like one, please. Same. Yes. I um, also think we need to start going over additional yes. t-shirt designs. We got a few. We have to keep them limited, limited edition. That's how they hold their value. It's like a limited release. Okay. Yeah, when that, we when can't that, mass when, produce them. When that Brockton Wi-Fi yeah. goes out, though, Ooh. Well, that's pun intended. What when, if that if that Brockton Wi-Fi actually goes out? Sometimes a little spotty. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> the graphic's gonna I'm... be all like it's gonna be like fainted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Faint. Like yeah. Yeah. we gotta get Cornetta shirt too. We really we got a lot of ideas coming. We're gonna start pumping these out. We could yeah. do Brockton a funny Wi-Fi. Cornet Cornet contest T-shirt. I know, it gets just... tricky when you do the players. There's some rights. The T-shirt there, will just that's be true. like his legs. And it'll because be the rest tall, of him is jumped too high out of, his, out of the t-shirt. It'll just be your typical tall yeah. white guy. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So we've got Cornette it. Cornette and test. Cornette and test. Yes. Guys, thank you again for hanging out. We're back on Sunday. Early tip, as Bobby said, it's the 6 o'clock game. 
Yes, Patriots yes. already played. There's Thank probably God, no that game's to, already over. There's no reason to watch them anyway, but you don't have to worry about watching them uh, on oh. uh, Sunday. You can actually enjoy your Sunday. You don't get up Patriots. tomorrow. Go USA. Go, yes. go, go. Get them. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say. Tomorrow's perfect for um, for um, AG one. You're gonna have a marathon day tomorrow. You're up at you're up at eight probably. If you're like me, you're up early. You're going to the gym before the soccer game, but then you're gonna probably treat your body like crap the rest of the day. Probably gonna be out somewhere eating crappy food, maybe drinking a couple of beers, screaming your head off. You've got USA soccer, then you've got all the college football um, conference championships tomorrow. So you've got a lot going on. You want to get your get your day off on the right foot. So that's where that's where AG one comes in. You can feel a little bit better about yourself. Go USA. Let's get to be USA. fun. Let's score o'clock. a couple goals. How about that? Get Give after that it. A it's, shot. it. Get after it. It's Bring gonna it be fun. It's gonna be fun. Let's see if we can get. I'm this gonna it's playing. He's playing. I'm actually gonna try to go out for the game tomorrow at 10 a.m. If I can do it, I'm gonna try. I think I'm gonna hit up a. Bar oh, is it at 10? 10 a.m. Oh, I, didn't I just say 10 a.m. like a hundred times? 10 a.m. Eastern. <laughs> I, time. I didn't know Eastern what time. time. What, what, what time zone? 10 a.m. You got to get up. I mean, I'm go. I'm going to a bar at 10 a.m. tomorrow because that's. I just am what too. You do. I'm going yeah. to Blackmore. You're going to Charleston, Boston, actually. kid. I'm going like to a Boston. No, I'm going. I'm staying local because oh. I got to get back. I got. I need a short drunk drive home. Shut um, up, Jeez, dude, you can't see that. I'm kidding, Jimmy. It's 10 a.m. I'm not gonna go. I might have one Bloody Mary. Dude, people are gonna be right people now. are gonna be slugging. You, you don't think people are gonna be slugging beers tomorrow at 9 a.m.? They will oh yeah, be. they are. Yeah. Oh, they will be, my not friend. John. Oh, they will. Keep be. it local, bro. There you go. I'm staying local. I might have I'm one Bloody Mary. Ma- Bloody Mary in the first, maybe a beer in the second half. Depending That's about if they it. win, maybe another one if they win, just to celebrate. Then another one know, after that, tradition. right? Yeah. <laughs> John will be spinning the phenomenal shirt again. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> oh, that'd be yeah. nice to have. To All right. Good night, guys. Oh, then wait, Jimmy. Also, I'm going to be at Hunters. Trying so hard to end this. I'm going to be at Hunters tomorrow at three o'clock in Southie, playing some music. So if anyone's out oh, okay. in Southie, come swing by Hunters. Three o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. USA yeah. Soccer, uh, SEC Championship game, Hunters. I think that's the order. I don't know if this person is saying this based on the fact that they know me Do or they they've heard you? me yeah. say this. Yeah. Is it legendary? It was legendary. I, I don't know anymore. We should find out someday. Even 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 an out of practice me is pretty stout. Why don't we find out tomorrow? I'll see <laughs> you at, uh, Blackmore tomorrow for the game. Even an out of practice me is pretty stout. Um what but yeah, days? we'll see. Jimmy, what does he play? He sings and he plays guitar and he's phenomenal. That's he no joke. You, takes at the you end. should go check out Jimmy. Where is Blackmore? You guys should check me out. Blackmore's in Charlestown. Blackmore's in Charlestown, right? Like on the corner of like Charlestown and like. Right is it kid is. friendly? Because I'm because it's very kid friendly. Oh, I mean, I, it's a big restaurant. I mean, I have no idea what it's gonna be like tomorrow because it's kind of a unique situation. But do you generally. play Raffi songs? No, I'm not playing it. Blackmore. I'm just kidding. No. Blackmore's where I'm watching the game, but no, I don't play rap these songs. I'll play okay. Baby Shark. I'll play a good Baby Shark, though. Okay. All right. That might bring him. Wait, so where's the gig? The gig's at Hunters in South. Hunters, you're, Hunters, you're Hunters. Do, What you going to do, an acoustic version of Baby Shark? Jesus. I, I definitely could, Josue, and I have. <laughs> I'll have you know. It's pretty damn good, too. All right. Awesome. Got to get something for the kids. All right. That's it. Good night, all. Thank <laughs> you for hanging out. We'll talk to you guys later. Later, guys. <laughs>